want to thank our sponsor manscaped for sponsoring tonight's episode it's a new year which means it's a new you get 20 percent off their products and free shipping by using the promo code cantina at manscaped.com hello everybody welcome back to la cantina mx football podcast episode 420 we are live on Twitter Spaces and YouTube. And of course, we are being sponsored tonight by our good friend Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com to save 20% and free shipping using promo code CANTINA. Boy, we got a lot to talk about. We have match week nine that we need to recap. And we actually have some live matches going on right now with Tijuana up 1-0 against Rayados. Uh, we also have some continental classico uh, matchup uh, this year mexico will not be participating in that so we'll talk about that and uh you know just talking about some of the upcoming fixtures for mexico and starting to think about the nation's league and copa america so before i go any further i want to welcome my good friend joel joel how are we doing good Jaime. really good glad to have you back yeah, yeah. Apologize for those that are going to be listening to this. Um, I, I, you know what this uploaded. Uh, there was an episode last week, um, and it was on Twitter Spaces, but we weren't able to get it on our platform. So everyone's wondering where the hell's episode four twenty. Um, it's on our Twitter page, but <laughs> it's not on our on our Apple or at Spotify or whatever your favorite uh, podcast app is. But now we're back to normal. So um, yeah, glad to be back in the driver's seat. But um, what a weekend, Joel. We had some really big, you know, blockbuster matchups. And uh, at least one of them lived up to the hype. The other one, maybe not so much. I don't know if Abdias will be joining us later. Maybe not. But um, <laughs> he talked a lot of shit about Cruz Azul, you know, and how they were going to beat America. And um, the lie detector detected that that was a lie. <laughs> Cruz Azul got their shit pushed in by America. And they're lucky that it was just 1-0 because um, they scored a lot of goals. A lot of them were just offsides. So at the end of it, uh, America beating Cruz Azul 1-0 was, was not too bad. Yeah, it knocked them out of the, <clears throat> it knocked them out of the lead temporarily. But right now with Tijuana winning... They're back in. They're back in the lead. Uh, I mean, at the top of the table. Oh, and they just scored again. Oh no, sorry, that was a replay. But yeah, it's minute sixty. <laughs> the Juana up one zero against Monterrey. There was the news. That the news coming out. I saw it today. I believe. I don't know if it's from yesterday, but I saw it today that that uh, Grupo Caliente wants to get rid of Piojo. Um, Piojo and but that he has like a four million like dollars massive clause. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't think that would be a problem. I just think that's like the news. Um, because he's he's always been close to to Grupo Caliente, where I don't think that would be an issue if they were to be like. Like, I don't think that would get in the way of it. I don't, I don't think you would charge them. 
You know, Piojo, I feel like he's been at Tijuana. Well, he's he's had two stints there, right? So he, he was in Tijuana in 2015 and 2017. This is his second time around. And I I swear I had thought he had gotten like let go, but it, it turns out he didn't. Um, but yeah, I saw a tweet the other day about how they're not happy with his results. I mean, as of right now, Tijuana are in 13th place with seven points and that, yeah, his, you know, if they were to terminate his contract, they would have to pay him $4 million. So what a position to be in if you're Piojo Herrera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that I still I still don't think he would he would do that just because that that's a place he can always return, you know. Even he got sacked. It's like we're gonna see Piojo for I don't know a good ten fifteen more years. I could see him returning there again, you know. But I I just don't think with the uh, I feel the relationship he has with the club that. He wouldn't do that. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't um, cash out like that and take the four million and and bounce. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's typical for coaches in Mexico to stay on the carousel and and to have a job. Um, I know Piojo. If he were to get terminated, it wouldn't take that long for him to find another another project. Um, but, you know, I will say ever since he left America, he really hasn't performed well. Um, well I don't, you know, I, I don't think you, you know, you look at I his, don't think he was doing it. like a Tigres, like I think that was a big flop. Well, I don't know, man. I, I well, yeah, flop in the, in the sense that they didn't win anything. Like the league, they didn't win the league. That's what was expected, but I mean, how long was he even there? He was there from you know? 2021 to 2022. Um, See, I don't think that was yeah. even long enough, and it felt like he was trying to renew the squad, and that's probably not going to happen. Um, I don't think they were going to let him build his team, like the type of players he would want. And so I think that, that as you remember, he called the team old. Yeah, I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. I just think he's kind of he's kind of dumb like that. I don't think I don't think he was trying to insult the squad. Um, but but I mean he wasn't he wasn't wrong. But I mean it, even now if, if you look at the team with this win, they're at uh, seven points, and so they're in thirteenth. So you got to be in eighth to make Liguilla, right? That's fifteen points. That's just three games. Yeah, it's just a three game. Dif that's a three game difference, right? Uh, and and if we look at the table here, from first, from from first place all the way to well, first and second, which is Cruz Azul Pachuca, they have nineteen points. Uh, all of these teams are nine games played, uh, so nineteen points, and then from third to fifth, which is Monterrey, America, Tigres, 18 points. Yeah. So one point difference. That's just a one point difference between five teams. Toluca's at 16, 
that's three points. That's just one game. Uh, Pumas and Chivas, 15. So and Necaxa. basically, like yeah. basically two games. That's a two game difference. Oh yeah, Necaxa, two game difference between ninth and first. Can you got two bad games. Yeah. And, and, well, yeah. yeah. So then, so then, looking at looking at Tijuana, right? And and this is nine games in, so it's basically right around midway of the season out of eighteen teams. And we're calling it a failure. <laughs> and you know, it's because of three games. And that's what we were talking about uh, in the last podcast. You know, how it changes our perception of things. We're going to say, this guy sucks. <laughs> it's like, well, he has just a short window to I, kind of like. Yeah. I, I mean, I look at Tijuana last year, they, or last season. Um, ended up in 13th position, didn't get to go to Repechaje or anything. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think, like, that's where the criticism is. Like, he came in and huh? they haven't been performing well. Well, well and, and Jaime, last season, so looking at the table for last season, they made they made uh, 20 points, right? Mm-hmm. The leader was Ame with 40 points. We had a, they had a really good season there. Uh, but... 20 points, so let's say eighth, Leon. Leon had 23 points, dude. <laughs> San Luis at seventh, also 23. Puebla in sixth, 25. I mean, that's two games. That's a, that's just two games where you win those two games, they would have been in sixth place, you know? Uh, and so that's, that's a lot of times it's, it's 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 one of the good things of, of the league where it's that um the teams aren't that that far off from each other. So I think it makes it overall pretty competitive. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, imagine if like the Premier League was this tight, how entertaining that would be. Like seeing oh. <laughs> seeing yeah. literally a point, you know difference between yeah. one and five or six but like it's crazy like our league is very competitive um yeah. that's why today's title was like it's anyone's game because it really is uh you know we're nine games into the season so we're already like halfway through which is bananas we have another um like eight fixtures to go so we're we're at the halfway point, and there's no clear, you know, contenders right now. It, it's all pretty like if you go from one to, like you mentioned, like one to nine, like the difference between Necaxa and Cruz Azul is four points. Like that's crazy. Like you typically see yeah. you, you typically see a difference like in other leagues around the world where it's like there's clearly like you know, two or three that are above everybody else. But in Mexico, it's like any given Sunday, it, it could be your day. Um, you know, you saw Chivas. They unfortunately had a defeat to Necaxa in the midweek. They they tied against Mazatlan, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this team sucks. And then they beat Pumas, who were in second place at the time. Um, they beat Pumas, and now Pumas are in seventh, and Hello? Chivas are in eighth. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it fluctuates so quickly from week to week. 
Yeah, so I guess Piojo's been there a year now. Mm-hmm. Got hired February. Wait, yeah, last year, February tenth. Um. Yeah, and before him, you know, again, like I feel like Tijuana had been pretty much the doormat of Liga MX. Uh, they were in fifteenth position, and, and uh, yeah, 15th position both. Arpertura and Clausura of 2022. So, yeah, they, they haven't been good. And then Piojo came in and I guess slightly improved, you know, to 13th. Um, yeah. And right now they're in 13th. So we'll see. So Clausura 23. He arrived at Clausura 23. Um, so this will be what his third league? Third season, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he came in and he came in um he came in half half ways. So I mean I, that's the other thing. I mean he came with the season started and, and the team built. And so that's like the other thing to consider, like how long should a coach have to to build a squad and put a step, you know? Yeah. To put a stamp in there, because uh, usually fans they expect like immediate results, or they they think that you could pick up where you left off. And they don't they don't take into consideration or like the other teams that have been working that while you were sucking, you had other teams like just 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 you know like a like a Querétaro, you know, or a Puma. That have been hard at work scouting players or bringing in youth, and and you're you're kind of starting all over, and these guys already have a two three seasons of work ahead of you, and then you expect the coach in two months to be to to start bringing in like you know results. And I say two months because that's about what eight games give or take. Mm-hmm. It's it's just very little, man. Uh, so I I think I think this whole they want to sack him and whatnot. I mean, I guess because by this point they feel he's had enough time. I haven't kept up with like transfers to see like who Tijuana brought in. You know what what players do they have? Did they did they bring him in a you know, some marksman from Colombia or something like that. Or then you could say, all right, I could see why expectations are high now, or there's more demand. Yeah, I was watching a clip about how, like, the at oh, at 17, like, Mexicans are the best in the world. Um, but then oh, yeah. they go to their, they go to their respective clubs. And they get replaced by some Honduran or some Colombian, you know, that's, yeah. that's a nobody. It's like, and we, <laughs> and we get, you know, our whole process gets, you know, basically tabled. <laughs> that's on the, the way you worded it, Jaime. <laughs> Sounds like shit talking. Honduran, that's a nobody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the, that was, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not my words. It's like the, the clip that they were like, you know, explaining like the situation. Can we play it? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. It's on the Instagram. 
Oh yeah, it was on Instagram. I thought it was in our chat. Damn it. Not um, sure, I didn't. No, I can't play it then. Um, oh, it has to be. It has, has to, to be. be. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll try. I'll figure it out. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, uh, basically the guy was just like you know saying like that's the situation that we're going through. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, you guys talking about, yeah. So in the clip, is, is some guy talking. I don't, I don't recognize him. But he's saying how talented uh, at 17, a lot of Mexican players are. And he says, they beat the likes of Brazil and Argentina. And he's not wrong with that. Mexico under 17, arguably top five in the world. At least in that category. Uh, so you say, but then what happens? Uh, how do they, you know, why, why don't those players keep developing? And it's basically one of the other things we were talking about, where they don't get the playing time. You know, they go back home, and then they just they don't they don't get a, a chance to play first division. And he's saying that those players that they beat, you know, in their category at the national team level, those teams are already playing first division and they're playing first division games and that yeah i think that does make a difference especially like you know it's like their formative years uh -huh. so you add let, let's say three years you're 17 now you're like 20 i mean some of these guys are already they have like so much playing time already com compared to the mexican player and not just playing time some of them were like in relegation battles or in you know, or their team was like fighting to win a championship, and that that just adds more to the experience to to have gone through that. Okay, uh, I think I got the sound. Pero si tienes 17 años y tienes todo para jugar y la estás rompiendo en tu categoría y se traen a un hondureño, güey, que le salió bien barato y de tu posición, ya tu proceso ya valió madre. Sí. Y eso pasa mucho, que en la sub-17 somos los mejores del mundo y les ganamos a Alemania, les ganamos a Brasil, les ganamos a, a Argentina. Pero ese chavo de 17 años argentino ya está en primera y acá pues estamos de suplente porque se trajeron a un ecuatoriano de medio pelo. Sí, y el tema de los extranjeros, o sea, bienvenidos los extranjeros de calidad. Sí, claro. O sea, un, un Cardoso, un Guiñac, en su momento vino Ronaldinho. O sea, son, son jugadores que le dan para arriba la liga. Pero muchas veces lo ven como negocio de es más barato traerte a un jugador de Colombia que juega en la segunda división de allá, haces dinero como directivo, y el jugador de 17 años mexicano que está en lo más top de su categoría a nivel mundial, pues que nos aguanta un rato. Y ese es el tema. Yeah. I don't know, man. He, he hit all the points, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I was like, you know, it kind of sounds, it sounds like an excuse in a, in a bit, you know, because like, if, <laughs> if you really are that good, like if you, if you are as good as you say you are, then... You should be able to beat out a Colombian from the second division. That's my opinion. But, but, but that's true. That's true. But these guys get brought in to flip them, so they have to get the playing time. I see. It's almost it's like almost like a guarantee uh, sale. So you have to play them. Did you hear um, Pelias? He was talking about. They asked him about um, Chino, uh, right? To say Chino. And he said how the dad oh, said, man. you know, Where is that he's leaving dude? because he's leaving because he's leaving 
you know, he didn't want him at the team. He was getting booed and, and whatnot. And he said they had to give him more playing time because it's like, well, you know, we, we could risk losing him or we could like play him and, and then at the end of the season, get something for him, which he said it was yeah. a trade. Oh, let and me, that's kind of, yeah, I got that sound bite. I was like shocked that he would actually say <laughs> what he said, but porque cada vez que entraba a la cancha todo el estadio la buchaba y quedaba libre Entonces, pero por qué la buchaba la buchaba terriblemente no lo quería la gente llegó el papá y me ya dijo, lo habían visto jugar nos eh, vamos, tres temporadas y no le había ido bien ¿o me qué? dijo el papá hay tres opciones nos vamos nos vamos o nos vamos Sí. Ah, pero, pero, pero a ver, su papi lo sacó era la situación de abucharlos y cuánto tiempo tenía jugando o cómo lo que ¿Cómo? sea lo pusieron de lateral todo lo que quería entonces ya se iba a perder el jugador se perdía el activo entonces había que recuperar algo porque si no quedaba libre y entonces se hizo el cambio por Mozo. Esa es la verdadera historia. Mozo, Huerta, Uf. y entonces no se pierde el jugador. Te haces de un jugador que era seleccionado nacional también Mozo. Una opción en su momento, aunque se ríe. Puros errores de Mozo. Esa es la verdad. Entonces... Yeah, so. That's crazy. So it, and it's very similar. So if like they're bringing in players, and, and usually they don't bring one, they'll bring like three or four. You know, because then that's the negocio with the agents. So that's the business of the game. Um, so then you have to play them because then it's like, how are you going to sell them? And, and the under 17 takes a hit. Because even if you are good, um, you know, that's, that's still very young. You know, you have to be like next level type to shine. You know, like like you got to be like at the Carlos Vela type uh, to, to break out at 17, 18. Uh, but you could still be very good and you just need to get polished because we've seen players like that weren't, that became, they weren't like, uh, they weren't part of the youth teams, but ended up becoming some of the best players at the national team level, at with the senior national team. And a lot of these guys never, they, you know, you, you never really heard of them. And so th there's a lot of players like that. And I mean, you're going to, And, and we're not going to know about them. It, it, it just take it just took them a bit longer to 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 flourish. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I do think I, like I agree with you. Like let the best players and and I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you're, you're I think you're burdening them. Some of these were like just way too much. You know, they're not competing with one or two dudes now. They're competing with like five. Yeah. Uh, And that's not to say the other players that are already there, but that that's kind of one of the the big uh, businesses in Mexico. It's it's that it's bringing a player and then selling them, and you don't and they don't have to sell them abroad. They could just sell them within the league, yeah, and they make good I, money. I look at a player like uh, Cocoliso, and I'm like, my dad's like, hey, like, which team is he on now? You know, because you remember when he was like at Pumas and he went to Tigres and he was at Toluca. Now he's at Tijuana. I'm like, dude, this guy's just like, you know, like he just keeps getting resold everywhere. It's just like a commodity in Liga Meki. Some of these players like journeymen, you know? Yeah. And, and everyone's making money. It's, it's a big, yeah, it's, it's been a whole thing. There's been some articles before, um, like the, the agents that dominate the league or whatnot, and it's like, 
three or four, three or four like player agents that pretty much, you know, have a say in who plays where. Mm, yeah. Um, I had some stuff on the agenda today, so, you know, I, I think, uh, Chivas having that game against Pumas, that was a very entertaining match and we had to see uh, a couple, a couple of historical things happen in that game. Uh, the first one, Cade Cowell scoring his first like Liga Mekis goal with Chivas. Uh, he had already scored in the champions cup against forge. But this was his first goal at home in Guadalajara and Liga Mekis. It was a big one. It got the party started. And then, uh, you know, uh, Pollo scored a second goal and everything looked fine and dandy. Two up. It's going to be a nice, smooth finish to the end. But, of course, uh, Pumas get a penalty call, which, you know, it was a handball. It wasn't intentional. The referee called it. So 2-1 and... You know, me dreading the worst because we've seen Chivas blow leads time and time again. We've seen it in the final. We saw it, you know, just last week with Mazatlan. So I thought, oh, here we go. But, you know, thankfully, uh, they scored a third goal to put the game to bed. And they won 3-1. And, of course, um, you know, the debut for Chicha, he came in. Honestly, he got scrapped minutes. I think he came in around the 88th minute. So, didn't really have too much time, but it was, it got the party going. It, the fans were crazy, and uh, it was really nice to see him back on the on the pitch. I uh, got Albert Perez joining us. Hey, Albert, welcome to the show. Thanks for for coming on. Uh, you're on mute, by the way. <laughs> Got it. Hey, what's going on? Hey. What's, what's going on, Joe? Uh, was on mute, but I'm here. Uh, I was I was asking, uh, you know, did you get to watch Chivas? Did you get to see Chicharito's debut? Yeah, I saw, I saw Chicharito's debut here. It was for the same. I mean, they... They 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 called them up for the game, so you know it, it was it was only natural if you know it was ready it was if he was ready to be on the bench, it was ready to to have some minutes, and that's kind of what I expected. It was gonna they were just gonna you know get him out there for the ovation, you know, not try to not try to expose him too much, you know. And they, I mean, they already had the what the three one lead, so you know it was uh, it, it was a good moment to you know to uh, to just the, take care of that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I think the had the game not been, you know, uh, situated, I th I don't know if he would have came in. Um, but I think that that third goal. Yeah, the Pocho. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, think, that one. I think that was it. Yeah, um, yeah well, because well, uh, Puma Puma's got the the penalty at seventy five, so I was yeah. like, oh whoa. Which I didn't agree with. I didn't. I didn't like the call, but. It is what it is. Yeah, it was highly, it was highly questionable, but yeah. But like, but you know what? They 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 kept on pressing. I mean, uh, they it, it's not like they got shell shocked or you know, oh, fine, here we go. And I mean, that was one of the qualities 
of uh, that my 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 friends in Argentina were telling about Wagago that you know he was uh, he, he he he's a he's a guy that goes that goes forward that that has dynamic teams you know that he did he he did a lot with less with the clubs he was in so uh, that that pretty much uh, that was a if you look at before and that, that's the type of coach uh, Chivas needs a guy that does a, a lot with less because you know Chivas the uh, yeah. Chivas, you know, obviously they they're no uh, well, you know, the not bringing guys from South South America that 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 hinders uh, the how 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 they could uh, get reinforcements. But I mean, so far uh, for for what I want for what I was told so far, Gago's uh, che- che- checking the T. So you know, I, I like what I see so far. I like what I see so far. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I was frustrated with the Mazatlan and Necaxa game, but. You know this guy. You know those, those yeah. happen. Those yeah. those happens. You know it's grow, it's growing pains. I mean, what? Uh, he's, bar- he's barely nine uh, in those games. Was barely what six, uh, seven, eight games in. I mean, you know, yeah. and, uh, it's 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 gonna it's gonna there's gonna be hiccups. You know, he's, he's brand new. I mean, with power with with was it Pablo pa- pa- the the last coach? Panovic. Panovic. Yeah, you know it, it was like they wanted to. Many wanted to bench him after like five, five, six games. Well, but wanted to fire him. You know, but it took a while, and you know he got the team situated and got and uh, and there was already a good base that that uh, Pablo was left. So so Gago was just you know just just tweaking it and and uh, making it his own. And uh, I I like what I see. I mean I, I I'm gonna tell you the truth. I I did not have him as a favorite for the title, but I mean it's one of those you know you just you just, you get hot at the end and uh, you yep. know. And Chivas looks like it's that team that that that, that could get hot because because of the of the of the youngsters the 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 youngsters that Gago has been putting in they've been they've been showing some stuff and and obviously that's you know Chivas depends on those on those youngsters to to give them that de- that depth that you know they they can't get in the market. No, yeah. I mean, we're halfway through the season, and I think we haven't seen their final form yet. And then also, you know, how many games is it going to take Chicha to, like, become an undisputed starter? So, yeah, I think this is, like, really good timing for everything. And you know, you know what? I A couple of weeks ago, I said, yeah, you know, yeah, how are they going to – how are they not going to start a, a Chicha over Marin? But Marin, you know, he hasn't been scoring, but he's been playing well. He's been he's been playing well, and you know it's like those, like with uh, with Martin, where you know he was playing well, and you know he wasn't getting the goals, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 and maybe that could happen, to Marin. You know, suddenly he starts scoring, and how do you bench him for Chicharro? Yeah, you know, it's it's gonna this last half of the this last second half is gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be very interesting too. You know, with Macias, he's been slowly getting re- reincorporated into the team, and so I mean, we go from having no strikers to potentially having you know two or three. So it's it's going to be yeah. interesting, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Obviously, the game on Wednesday against America is going to be uh, quite enticing. Um, real quick, I have an update for y'all. So Monterrey tied the game up. Sergio Canales and Piojo's face is absolutely priceless. He does not look happy with the result. It almost looks like he's about to cry, you know. We were talking about earlier how, you know, Tijuana are not happy with him and 
they can't fire him because it's four million dollars that they would have to pay him. Did, did you see a meme right now that uh Mexican ship posting has on it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and that's pretty much, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I don't know how this is, how, how this is, it's, I don't know. I, I really, I, it's, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the reinforcements, he, he, he didn't get his reinforcements. It, and it goes back to when he was hired. He wanted, he brought in, you know, typical Piojo comes in, you know, he, he's been with big clubs. Boom, boom, I want this guy, I want this guy. And uh, Cholos is run by that Bragneric guy. And Bragneric, uh, what I read was told him, no, here's your catalog of guys you could choose. Oh, I see. I and Bragneric, and that's, uh, that's uh, I don't know if that's a handicap, but, you know, Piojo, uh, Piojo has had to, uh, you know, deal with uh, different circumstances than what he had his whole career. I mean, you know, he had Monterrey, you know, with America, you know, guys, teams that, you know, teams that got him mostly what he wanted. Yeah. You know, I have a question for you, and I also have uh, Danny joining us. Um, but I, w- I want to ask you guys a question, you know, based on current form, we already have a preliminary list of players that are going to be uh, considered for the uh, you know Nations League, and uh, nobody on that list. I mean, uh, the one the the big absence I think is uh, Alan Mosso, and seeing Chicote, Chicote Alvarez, uh, or sorry Chicote Calderon on that list, and and not Mosso. I thought that was a, a a real shocker. And then also, do you think Pocho Guzman, who's currently leading in goals in the in the league with six, do you think he merits a call up? Look, as far as Mosso, on the right side, there's more competition than, than on the left. On the left is Gallardo, Arteaga, and, you know, Chicote might not even make it. And on, on, the, on the right, I mean, you could say that he's having a better tournament than, uh, than, than Kevin. But, but, you know, I saw an interesting stat that Mar- Martin Del Palacio posted up about how, how on one-on-ones uh, defensively, Mosso's a liability. But I mean, you, know, you called Kevin. I mean, so I don't know. I, I don't. It's like okay, he, you could say he could have been called, but you know, if you're looking at the big picture, you know, it's like I don't. I don't know how, how if it's really if it, if it's really that that egregious. And you know, Pocho, the, the issues are there. He wasn't called for the World Cup. He's, he's not gonna. He's. I hate to say it. He's not gonna be called. He, he could. He could from his position. He could be the campeón goleador, and they're not gonna call him. It's. Uh, there's something they don't want. They don't want to admit it that it was a cocaine issue or whatever it was. There's something there that's that's not getting him called up. And and I mean, we're already going on, on two years of him not getting called up. So I, I guess it's like you know, it's it's just becoming very tiresome. I mean, he's he's not gonna get called. And that and that's uh, and that's what people. And that's uh, we gotta come to that really really. Uh, you realization. Know, yeah. yeah, realization. Yeah, he's not gonna get called. So it's, what are we? We're already going on two years of of him playing at a good level, and he's not getting called. So and uh, three regiment changes, and uh, you know, yeah, it's you, uh. You think it's just like a risk? Like it's not worth the risk of calling him up and potentially. I, but, but you know what? The thing is that they haven't clarified, and they said no, he's he's not he's not vetoed. But I mean, you see some of the guys they called, and obviously he's playing fucking better than them. So I mean, it's like there's something fucking there that's yeah. like with the Chicharito thing. They they ne- they never came. 
they never came out right to say why why he wasn't he, he he was yeah. not going to get yeah they never they, ne- they never said I mean obviously it was Jose Ramon that said that it was because they had a party and he he threw under the bus uh he threw a uh, he threw well, what what I heard from Kevin Baxter from the LA Times was that he threw uh he threw a guy under the bus the utilero and like the the you know the main married guys you know memo and memo guardado you know they, they don't want that shit around they don't want uh you know uh chicharitos you know mm-hmm. shit around so they just didn't call him yeah what about da- danny um uh you know you requested to speak so i'm gonna give you your your platform uh you know feel free to go off mute i'd love to hear your your perspective of things Hey, what's up? Uh, just uh, real quick, uh, run down with Chivas. I'm, I'm glad that we were able to see Chicharito play. I'm just a little worried to see if maybe he goes around like the same route that uh, JJ Macias went, where you know he plays like two games and then he's not able to play for like another what month or two. That's what I'm worried about. But I am glad to see that we more. It seems like we'll have more depth in the striker position. Uh, as uh, JJ is also back as well. Um, and with Albert, I do agree with, with a lot of what he's saying. It kind of just seems like it's a conspiracy point. Uh, conspiracy at this point. Uh, I think Pocho just should have done those lines in the bathroom or something, you know? <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta be careful with that, you know? You gotta be a little more secretive. And, and I think maybe uh, it's along the lines of, hey, you know, he's doing lines, or uh, he was getting, uh, you know, rehabilitation for that, uh, rehab. And maybe it's like connected. The, the media is going to blow it out. It's essentially uh, out of proportion. And with uh, Pocho, you know, he definitely is the better player. And it's it's a little insulting because the uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The squad list for Mexico is 60 people, right? And you essentially Mexico is saying, hey, he doesn't even fit on the list. Like, come on, what what is yeah. the reason for that? Like, it's it, it's ridiculous. Um, I think he deserves it, but hey, if he's on the list, I I rather have him have him ready just for uh, playing for Chivas, honestly. Because mm-hmm. if, if they're gonna do him dirty like that, and, and also Cheech, of course, uh, the whole rumors about him not being in the national squad as well, I rather them have I rather ha- they be playing better for Chivas than the national team. Yeah, I know. I think that's fair. Absolutely. Uh, their uh, their losses are gain and. You know, yeah. right, right now, I think with Chivas's priority is to win a league. So, you know, if they don't want Mosul, if they don't want Pocho, you know, more for us. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they did finally uh, upload the list on the website. So, Antonio Rodriguez, Malegon, Ochoa will be the goalkeepers. Uh, Araujo, Sanchez, Montes, Reyes, Vasquez. In the defensive, also uh, Angulo and Gallardo, Gerardo Artiaga, uh, Edson Alvarez, Eric Sanchez, Luis Chavez, Luis Romo, Marcel Ruiz, Pineda, Antuna, Quiñones, Cordova, Arvalado, Chucky, Chino, and Santi Jimenez. Oh, Henry Martin and Raul Jimenez. So I think those are the the players that they're going to take. You know what? Looking at the goalies, I don't see. I I don't see why he can't call up uh, Talarangel. Talarangel, yes, he's he's had a couple. He's barely getting started, but I mean, he's 
he looks good. He he looks like the future. And obviously, I mean, I I would say you know it's it, it would be better to give him a look than you know try it with Acevedo who who wasn't even all that good to start and and now after the injury he's just not there and just Tonyo Rodriguez was never gonna happen. So you know, he's, and he's already won the wrong side of thirty. So I mean, why not just fucking start with start giving Tala some looks? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a question for Jimmy Lozano. I, I think he has preferidos, you know, some of the guys that he took to the Olympics. And I think that was the big that was the reason why I was so shocked that he didn't take Mosso, because Mosso was part of that group that qualified to the Olympics. And you know what? And if he, I'm not mistaken, he didn't take him. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you don't remember when they had those maestros in the World Cup and, and he did his uh his, his his convocatoria of young guys. I yeah. think Mosso was on it, and there's a, there's a, I think Pocho was on it too. There's guys I that obviously he had his eye on, and obviously he's not calling him for something. I don't know why, but you know if he had him on his and you said Mosso was part of Mosso, uh, didn't Mosso play in the in the Preolimpico? Yeah, I think it was he yeah, was on that did. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did, and then they told him that he wasn't going to Japan, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a little like berrinche, and I think that's when. Jimmy said, "Okay, well, you're not going to get called up anymore, and he hasn't since that. So it's pretty crazy." Now, like I said, you know, obviously he seems like he could, it's like defensively, yeah, he could be that. But I mean, they're calling Kevin Alvarez up, and Kevin Alvarez is that's for. Uh, I think he's not having. He, I think Mosul's more than him right now, but uh, you know, it's, but ultimately, a lot of those guys, only half of those guys on that on that on that. 60, 60, 60 men list are, are gonna call, but you know, but you know, it's, you know, stuff like that that, that, you, that, you, that you look at, uh, you know, why doesn't Mosul fit in into a 60, 60 man list or a guy like Rangel who, who I told you he's tapped to be the future, so you know, but we'll see for sure. Uh, we have Abdias joining us tonight. Um, before I let him speak, just want to let everybody know, uh, you know, Tijuana let two two points slip today, so the game ended one one with Rayados. We'll see if Piojo ends up getting canned or if he stays on. But uh, Abdias, the floor is yours. What happened on Saturday, man? Qué onda, perros? Pues nada, cabrones. Ya saben lo que pasó. ¿Para qué chingas me preguntan? Es como cuando tu papá le pegó le metió un, pe un fregazo a tu mamá durante la cena. No le preguntaste, ¿verdad? Nomás supiste qué fue lo que pasó. Ahí está. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you talked a lot of shit going into the game, so. No, I did, and I get it. No, man. You know what happened? And credit to America. And you know what? Before that, before I lead on to answer that one, what I'm going to say is what happened was that Santos was playing a really good game against. Um, Atlético de San Luis like I had said hey this was going to be a good game keep an eye out there look at it San Luis is playing really well from the back well guess what um, was it Santos yes Santos got the formula and started playing a really high pressure against San Luis not letting him play from the back and I was like huh that's interesting we haven't seen anybody do that against San Luis it's been all right, let's see what happens. You know, game went on. Um, Santos got a red card. 
Um, Sunbleeds couldn't close out the match. That where it went. All right, whatever. Completely missed the Chivas game. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100. That one kind of slipped my mind. That that was on. Tuned in. Saw the saw the last goal. Great job. Y luego para el Cruz Azul. So I was watching the game. It started off. And besides Los Fuera del Lugar, right? I know America is used to getting those going their way. They're not used to, like, what well, well, most of all, common folks would call a fair game, right? Because they're like, no, que estaba, que estaba del lugar, que quien sabe que, wait, cuál? He was a whole fucking three meters ahead. But nonetheless, right? What America did, and I'm not going to take away from their credit, is the fact that they pressured Cruz Azul rather than playing, like, right off the rip def- defensively as soon as Cruz Azul clears the ball playing from their own half they were pressing Cruz Azul in their third of the field so they applied the pressure they weren't letting Cruz Azul play even at that I'll be honest when the um, when the formations came out I was a little bit confused by the fact that we went in with a def- uh, three man defensive line I was like, no mames, way. You're putting three in the back against Cruz Azul. Like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like the right tactical plan, especially with a team against America who we all know is going to be attacking, attacking, attacking. But I said, ¿sabes qué? Profe, estoy pendejo, ¿verdad? Vamos a ver qué pedo. Vamos a ver cómo van las cosas. And unfortunately... We saw how things went. Now, this isn't to say like, oh, porque no suato aquel, o quien sabe que pedo. But maybe having, um, what's it called, al titan medio over um, Dita, since Dita got suspended three games unjustly, that could have been something that affected us. But nonetheless, the fact that we went in with a line of three on, in the back, was the problem and the fact that they kept pressing with such a high press that no other team had faced Cruz Azul with. Um, Cruz Azul had been the best team out there. They had been playing really well, but everybody was letting Cruz Azul build their play. As to how America said, nah, bitch, and they just started applying pressure <laughs> straight from the back. Yeah, it could have been worse, too. I mean, I saw that they were getting scored on quite a bit, and then the referee called it for offsides like quite a few times. So you got lucky that it was just 1-0 at the end of the day. Abdias, I have a question for you. Gilda. Gilda. Hey, this time uh, I'm not in my I'm not, uh, I'm not. I still haven't changed my, my fire alarm, so there's no beeping. So, so we're good. <laughs> Any, anyways, anyways, question for you. I saw this online. Do you think with with half of the season left uh, and you know more to play and Cruz Azul obviously you know they'll, they'll probably get better. Do you think if they meet in La Liguilla in a two game series, do you think things will be different? You know what? I'm happy that you brought that up because when this thing ended, what at the end of the day, what I was thinking was, look, yes, a lot of the a lot of the play from America was offside, right? Let's just call it as it is it's not even at all oh, you guys got lucky ah, see, wait, pues no hay, no hay pedo, right? we can leave a man up top as well and as soon as you guys call him offside be like oh you got lucky right so esas son mamadas right 
Pero la otra cosa fue, all right, cool. Now, thinking about the way the season's going, because Azul's going to make it into Liga regardless, right? They already have enough points to make it into the, into the top 12. No se va a mover. So no hay pedo en eso. Now, what I was thinking was like, what if El Profe is very much so doing the same thing that Osorio did, right? Against your opponent earlier in the season, put, put in a, like, a false lineup. That way, when they do get into Liga, they do inevitably face again. Cuando, cuando América esté en hambre, esos son mis, estos son mis perras, los tengo de hijos. That's where they switch up the plan. That's what I'm hoping. No, is very factual, yes. It's, it's, uh, like you're right. Osorio, Osorio uh, in a roundtable I was with, Osorio said that he, that again, that he tried not to, he tried, in the build up to the World Cup, he did not try to show uh, Germany much of what we were doing. And, you know, that's, uh, and the type of the, uh, you know, the profit they got looks like it's, he's a, he's a type of guy that, that might consider that. Yeah, and so, like, that's that's when I, like, at the end of it all, right? Like, después de estar ardido, de que, wait, no mames. Like, neta, and, and I'll be honest, nos pegaron un pinche baile. Pero ni fue un baile de que, hey, güey, nos, nos, like, nos están ganando, like, no, güey. El baile fue de que cortaron la salida de los porteros. El juego de Cruz Azul no estaba creciendo como querían. Y luego la otra cosa es que Charlie, Antuna, esos cabrones no tuvieron un buen juego. So it was just a lot of those factors at the end. I didn't, I didn't leave feeling 100% defeated. I left feeling disappointed as if we weren't able to play our game which I hope that's what he did. Like, he tied one hand behind his back in hopes for Liguilla to be able to give, like, false looks. I don't know, man. I feel like you play to win the game, but I get it. Wait, you were the one who last week estabas aquí todo ardido de que nah, fuck the game. All I want is somebody that can win in Liguilla. Y luego te encabronas cuando los americanistas dicen que la temporada es nomás preseason for them, that their real season doesn't start until Liguilla. So, what, that we should start looking at coaches who are proven to win Liguillas and that we should give the rest of the season as a wash? Oh, no, that part I, I did say, like, how I was watching that documentary about Sunderland and how, yeah, they they they, decide, they realized they weren't going to win the league, so they had to find a coach that was good at the knockout phase. So I did say that last week, but as far as, like, come on, dude, it's America. You have to, you have to try to win. Not really. Not if you're already a lock for the playoffs. If that's the case and you know you're historically going to make it into playoffs and doesn't matter really what you do is that you're going to make it into playoffs, then why the fuck does the season even matter? Uh, you know, because the top four gets the better seeding. And then yeah, all, and historically and then, speaking, having the bye week affects yeah. you. And then also, dude, it's America, dude. Like, you don't want to lose to America. Like, Chivas playing three times next month. It's like... Fuck. I don't want to see Literally, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they play them twice in the nations, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The champions, and then the regular. Yeah. League, so, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Oof. By the end of it, we're gonna be sick of this. We're like, all right, we've we've seen enough. 
It's either it's either we're gonna be we're fucking hopes up or we're gonna be fucking on the floor. I don't know. I don't see a middle ground. Mm. I'll, I'll give you this. I'd I'd rather them go through and and lose the league game. You know, like you said, it's uh, fucking. We'll, hopefully, we'll make the the liguilla and you know, see them there. I, but I, you know, I I do I especially with with the World Cup being played here in the in the United. The Club World Cup uh, being played in the United States. I want Chivas, you know, to go through and and win it and you know get that get that get that ticket. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind them. It's America, but I wouldn't mind them losing the 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 Liga game. Yeah. Is America already qualified to the Club World Cup? No, no, I, I believe not. They say they were, but I don't I, I don't I don't think they are no. So who okay. who qualifies? Because I know they're adding a lot of teams to this. So let me see. Let me let me look it up. I'm guessing it's like the last couple of uh, Conca Champions winners, right? Like Leon and who won it last? Year? Yeah. Hold on. Let me look it up. But as far as the Champions League, uh, we did have some other results come through. So Houston Dynamo. Uh, eliminated St. Louis. Too bad Habibi's not here. I would like to hear his take on that. So Houston Dynamo is the next round. Uh, I think Philly beats Aprisa. Cincinnati's in. Nashville's in. And uh, tomorrow we'll find our last uh, round of sixteen. But um, okay, I got, I got the 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 slot allocation for the World Cup. So it's four for Concacaf. So Seattle, Monterrey, and Le- and Leon are in. So the winner of this Conca Champions gets the ticket. Damn, it's the last one. It's the last one. And yeah, you know what? I'm, I I can see them. You know, uh, trying to push uh, a certain a certain pink pink team from the south from South Florida. You know, uh, getting a hand. So you know. I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully it's, it's, a, it's hopefully it's either America or Chivas, you know. Yeah, both. Uh, who was it? There was Wait. there was like two teams that didn't play. Oh, Pachuca, both Pachuca and Inter sat out in the. Yeah, they got a buy, I believe. They got a buy, so now. Yeah. Yeah, Inter will play Nashville. And Pachuca will play Philadelphia. Tigres will play Orlando. Uh, Eridano versus Robin Hood. Houston Dynamo, Columbus, Chivas, America, Cincinnati, and Monterrey. Yeah, I don't know how the bracket's set up, but I believe... I got to check it out. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So what's the name? What I forgot was if... Uh, was that Concacaf gets four... Plus the host country gets one. So let's say you know, let's say uh, Inter Miami doesn't win, uh, doesn't win. You know they could still, uh, they could still win uh, the you know, MLS Cup, and you know they get through. So you know Inter has two chances. But hold on, really quickly, just to make things sure, didn't Inter win the League's Cup? But that I th- I believe that gave him a, that. That no, it did. That was no. the whole thing. The that hype gave, about the league's gave, cup was that it gave you access to the club world. To cup. the Conca Champions, not the World Cup. To the Conca Champions, it gave you a. It yeah. gave them the buy, I believe. That's, that's why Inter was immediately in the round of sixteen. They didn't have to 
go to the first round. Yeah. Yeah, they get on the bye. That's what you got the you got the you got the direct ticket from there. You you didn't need to get it from the U.S. Open Cup or for or for the competition, and you get the bye. Got it's okay, it's kind man. of confusing. It's a fucking it's a mess. But yeah, like I said, so as far from Concacaf, we got Seattle, we got uh, Leon, and we have what Pachuca. Yep. Uh, and no, 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 my bad. It's Seattle, Leon, Monterrey, plus the winner of this Conca Champions, and and the winner of MLS Cup. Yeah. There's uh so Rayados and <clears throat> and Tigres are on the same side as Miami, so <clears throat> yeah, I don't think they're gonna have an easy ride to the final, uh, like they did in League's Cup. So we'll see what happens, but uh, we do have some matches uh, next week on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Um, I, I wanted to uh, bring up a controversial topic because, you know, everybody has been writing on Santa Jimenez, how amazing he is, how, you know, how it needs to go to a big club. But this dude has been absolutely like, like erased in the last, I feel like this year he hasn't really been performing well. So uh, what's up with Santa Jimenez? It slumps, man. It's, you know, strikers falling fall into slumps uh, maybe he needs a bigger challenge i don't know it's you know but it's not it's not uh it's not weird i mean it's uh strikers have been you know known to fall into slumps but you know it's but i mean it's not optimal i mean he he was looking at you know this uh, how many months do we have left to the summer window i mean he wanted for that jump for a bigger club so you know it's not optimal but hopefully 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 he proves it's just a slump and he just shakes it off yeah, this is certainly not helping his stock. I felt like uh, had they pushed it's for, time. had they pushed for a January transfer, oh, Feyenoord would have gotten their money's worth. But I think now, I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like they're losing money on him. No, and and obviously, and it wouldn't be out of the question if if he, if he stays there till 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 December. You know, it's you know, like you said, the stock is down. I mean, it's not yesterday's price is not today's price. So you know. It's, it wouldn't surprise me if, if that's what happens with them. Yeah, but one of the things that we have to remember is that a lot of people tend to purchase on projected value. And he has it, man. Like, yeah, like you said, it's lumps. Like, you mean to tell me that it's odd that he's not putting the ball into the net by just staring at it? There's no mames way. That was that's what made him stand out. That's what made it all different. Here's the concern. Uh, you know Here's the concern though. He 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 plays in a fisherman's league, so this is expected of him to be scoring week in and week out. Like I wouldn't expect anything less of him. So now that he's not performing, it's like that is a problem. That is a huge but problem. But you know what? I forgot. You know, there's Copa America. If he has a good Copa America, then you know his stock goes up again. Well, you don't want a player going into Copa America not scoring goals, man. You don't want to freaking. I mean, but I mean, who else is? It's like who else is scoring goals for Mexico? I mean, it's gonna be fucking him and 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 uh, Henry. So I will say, who are you gonna have up top? Plus, remember, Henry has been injured, and Santi has been injured as well lately. 
Like, that's the other thing that people aren't talking about is the fact that he has a muscular issue that he still has been playing. That's why he hasn't been getting as many minutes. And Raul is practically a handicap. Raul has been a cripple, and I've said it for the past, like, year and a half. Like, no mames, wait. I said, sí, lo deben de borrar. The, the, start, the starting forward for that first game, I, is it against Ecuador? I think it's going to be Memo Martinez. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or let's say let's say Chicharito gets on fire, dude. I know, man. He, fucking, he gets on fucking fire. Huh? I was just waiting for one of you fucks to bring up Chicharito <laughs> and be like, estoy prendiendo la vela cada noche. But 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 if you look at it, you're, we we could fucking enough. We're fucking we're, we're Raul. He's he's a he's a vegetable, and Henry's fucking injured, and Santi's in the. I mean, and you have fucking who are you gonna go with? Memo Martinez or fucking Chicharito or Marin? I was kind of hoping that uh, I'll or- take Charlie as a false nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to see some more action from Ormiga <laughs> from Chivas. Like I really don't see it, though. Who else are you going to put up top? It's, it's, I don't know, dude. Okay. I'm, I'm so You know what? Where's Habibi? So he can come up with fucking Gael. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he's oh, here now. Oh, did I summon him? There he is. Just in you know time. What? Uh, now, yeah. now that we look at it, it could be a real fucking shitty situation. <laughs> We've been keep in mind this is our only competitive tournament before the World Cup. So, what about, what about that Super Gold Cup that they're planning? We have a obviously like we have a lot invested in this like summer and we need our shooters and if we don't have our shooters, bro, we're we're going to not even get out of the group stage. So, Habibi, who do you think will be our striker in Copa America? Our striker in Copa America. Man, that's a great question. Castante, man, he's been cold. He's been cold, cold. He's been, what, like 30 days without a goal? Fuck, if I had to go with somebody. El Mozumbito. Nah, I'm going to choose who the white girl chooses. <laughs> Give me Quinones. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. We have uh, Quinones uh-huh. now. I forgot about that. Uh, we'll be good then. Like, but, I thought we were talking about like, Mexican isn't, strikers. Isn't his best his best coming from outside and, and not in the central and the Yes. Yes, that's exactly the, the Jimmy that's why, that's why I did it. That's why I did it in a really considerate way. Mm. Yeah. I forgot about Quinones, bro. We got uh, a... Tenemos el, ne- el Negro de WhatsApp. That's what's up, dude. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it. Who has a, who has a very... He has a favorable uh, biotype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got those fast means, twitch muscles. But it sounds provocative. <laughs> well, last time, last time the host told me, "Oh, just say he's black." <laughs> just say he's black. Just flat out just call it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens in the Copa America, <laughs> but uh, we still have a lot of football to be played between between now and then, and you know, like. 
like we've mentioned, you know, if Chicharito gets hot at the right time, I, it would be impossible for La Selección to ignore him. I don't know, man. They've been ignoring him for a long time. Exactly. There you go. Here's Cook, the thing, though. Selección does dumb shit all the time. He's Chicharito should have started 2010. Santi should have been in this recent World Cup. They do stupid shit all the time. Yeah. Chicharito could score like 30 goals in three games and they'll still leave them off. I don't think so. I think I think him, one of the benefits of coming back to Chivas and coming back to Liam Mekis is I think his name's clear now. Like he was on the shitter, like shit list, but I think now him coming back to Liam Mekis, I think they he's he's in good spirits now. I think he's he's off the, the naughty list. Maybe. So let's say let's say Chicharito scores at least three goals against America. In those three games or shit like that, I mean, you know, it's gonna be oh, llame a chicharito, llame a chicharito. Hundred percent, dude. Are you kidding me? <coughs> Especially because I'm sure you know Chivas will share the amount of revenue he's been generating for them. Especially with the jersey sales, like you're telling Ooh, me, that jersey, huh? you're telling me Mexico with their new jersey in Copa America, they're not gonna want to sell the 14 on the back. Well, those fucking ugly ass jerseys. Those ugly yeah. ass, disgusting jerseys. Horrendous, man. Horrendous. Hey, I'm I'm just waiting for the influencers to start coming up with the videos, you know, and explaining explaining the <laughs> the inspiration, the Mexican inspiration. I just oh, the peacock eye is a it's a tradition in Mexico or you know some shit like that. No mames, wait. All right, so question: Did you guys pick up the <laughs> the shirt this last season? The the previous La Verde. Did no. you guys not notice in the back? There's a little dragon on it. There's a um, a very like Mexican dragon in the back that's just behind the collar. Really? That's where they're drawing. Yeah, that's where they're drawing the inspiration. Oh, That's wow. the same reason why the white one has kind of like the hieroglyphics yeah, on, yeah. on it. That's that's kind of where they're getting all of their inspiration from. So it's more of, you know, the native stories. And that's why it looks that way. It's not so much a peacock eye. But, uh, oh. When they, was when they came over and they burnt our books. Huh. I don't know. Oh, it sounds Asian to me. I think I think it's I think they're as bad as those the ones they played the 1995 uh, Copa America with a big M. Supposedly, uh, the reason Abba came up with was with that ugly M was so it could look so the M would would intimidate uh, opponents <laughs> and just like oh the big M is coming at us. And then and talk about uniforms. Remember when Hugo Sanchez he he wanted he wanted the main uniform to be red because he says it was a, a potent uh, a potent color and that the green would get lost in the grass or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember he he was pushing for red. Yeah, you want hey, I, well, you know what? At this at this point, you know, it doesn't seem bad. Oh, considering all the bullshit they've come up with, red red sounds pretty appetizing, huh? Yeah. A little burgundy, I fuck with it. I like, like the, the burgundy. Yeah, the, bur- the, the, the solid burgundy because this fucking peacock guy, it's fucking <laughs> burgundy, but it has the fucking peacock. No, I I do like the. the it, it lo- you know what they look like? It looks like <clears throat> my grandma's upholstery. 
and, and her and the sofas <laughs> back in the 80s. That's what it fucking looks like. Looks like tablecloth. <laughs> Algo así. Los esos pinches sillones con plástico. <laughs> you know, you know, what I found interesting is with Max, the whole Aztec thing. It gets, it gets overplayed. But what's interesting is that, like, if we study the history of Mexico, the Aztecs were the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was fucking reading. So, so yeah. yeah, so when when the Spanish arrive. You had the Tlaxcalans and other groups that were like, they rallied behind them because that, the Spanish weren't really going to be able to, at least that Cortez's group, they were just too, they, they weren't many. And the Aztecs were like at a million or something like that. Yeah. So they, they, they were never going to win, even with cannons and guns, because they were going to run out of ammunition. So, but, so when you think of the bulk of the force who battled and defeated the Aztecs, it was Tlaxcalans. That's, that's what you that's, that's kind of what should be on the shirt, really. Man, yeah. guys. What do you mean Aztecs were bad? Why were they bad? They were the bad guys. The, Why? They, they, they didn't like they were you. The colonizers. You're big. Well, you're the best. Well, of course, people. Well, they had well, they they had peace with every other fucking uh, well, civilization. Was yeah. it because they weren't? Well, well, no, we big they dogs were. in the house. We no, they were. They they did too much. Dude, they were doing too much sacrifice, and too so they, they would. That's what yeah, we need a lot. nowadays. We got sacrifice. Oh, Jimenez and a couple other guys. <laughs> I agree. See, the, see, the tribalism goes. To, it's in the roots. I was say that's exactly it. All I'm hearing is a tale as old as time, and nothing more than a bunch of Mexicans hating on another group of Mexicans. It's like, oh, 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 Mexicano. They got tired of their shit, dude, so they overthrew them. It's kind of what happened. Sounds like some hater shit. Sounds like some hater shit. <laughs> so no, until the big dog. Some fucking no, man, those dudes were, were, no, dude, you could even, it's just even from the own Aztec, you know, from their own codexes, like the amount of sacrifices they would do. And it wasn't just like warriors. They would, they would also do like women and there's babies and all that. Everybody, no. I'm gonna leave everyone some homework. I hear equality. I'm I'm gonna leave everybody some homework tonight. <laughs> We're all gonna watch Apocalypto. Oh, oh that's a good movie. That I like it. I heard that Diaz is one of the best. Si, no. si, like that's the only reason why you like it. <laughs> My primos. <laughs> Alvia, they don't show up to the end. I don't know what you're talking they about. They don't show up to the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like five seconds. <laughs> you know, sí, there's, a, se caga, vato, no? there, there's a good, there's a good series that I was never able to track down. It was in Amazon Mexico. They don't have it here. It was called uh, Cortez. So it's it's uh, about uh, Hernan uh, Hernan Cortez when when he got to Me to. Uh, to what is now Mexico. I mean, that looks fun. I, I've been trying to track it down, but I haven't made it or get it. You don't remember the name of the of the show? It's called Cortez. Oh, wait, where? Um, you, know who, you, know who play, you know who plays Cortez in that series? Did you ever see the Luis Miguel series? Yeah, I did. The, the first, dad, the, the, first the, the fucking, the, the, yeah, the dad, the, the, the fucking, the asshole. Yeah, the dad, oh. that, that actor played. <laughs> That actor plays the Cortez, and it looks pretty good. I just haven't been able to fucking track it down. Is that the one with Machete? There's a, there's another series. No, 
no, no, it's not. no, 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 this one was produced by Amazon Mexico. What's it called? Oh. It's, I just believe Cortez. it's just called Cortez. I think it's called Hernan. Hernan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, right, there it yeah. goes, man. El, Albert I actually I remember seeing it. No, you can watch it. Yeah, you can watch it with, with your with your American Prime? Oh no, it says not available. <laughs> But yeah. all, all you got to do is download a VPN and you'll be good. It, no, it, doesn't, it doesn't work with them. It doesn't work with them or Paramount or Max. It only works with Netflix. Uh... Yeah, they, yeah, Netflix, they don't care. But I've tried it. I've tried it with them and it just doesn't fucking work. Because Dude, I wanted to watch the, care, the arena. You share the fucking password with hella people they care. They raise their prices <laughs> every month. Them motherfuckers definitely care. Oh, and now with the WWE with Ron, woof! It's another. They're gonna fucking another ten bucks. Uh, what else did I have on the docket today? Oh, Pense, Pense. if you guys want a good series and you actually want to educate yourself, watch Mexico Siglo XX. It's on YouTube. Oh, uh, it's. Is it the the Televisa novela or is it a docu? The old Televisa documentary. Oh yeah, those are very good. They 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 do politics, they do culture, they do sports. Yeah, it's very good. They do everything. It's it's a it's a fucking masterpiece. I remember being chiquito and watching my dad watching it. I was like, esto? And now as an adult, I watch it. I'm like, oh fuck. yeah. That's I believe why. they produced them at the turn of the millennium. Yeah, they, at the, they like did. around 2000. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember they were they did one about boxing, one about lucha libre. What about uh, the selection and obviously, obviously uh, history and shit? Yeah, they're very, very well done. Well, this is a perfect. Look at that. This is a perfect segue about a Mexican that's conquering Spain, and he goes by the name of Javier Aguirre, who is at the. Oh, don't get me started on him. Copa <laughs> del Rey final. Copa del Rey final. He is in it's the, the Copa del Rey final, right? So I think he got to the final with um, Osasuna. Yeah, it's the second final. Who did they lose to out? Do you remember? Was it Real Madrid? No, no I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. But yes, they, they didn't make it with with fucking uh, Osasuna, the Pamplona. Let's see. See, uh, wait, pero they qualified off of PKs. Two thousand five, Copa del Rey final. <laughs> he lost to Betis. Oh, Betis! Not even. Not even one of the. That's the thing, way like not even one of the big ones, yeah. But that's the uh, the mo for Copa del Rey. It's not really the big ones. Yeah, but 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 Osasuna is like a second division team. They're not like one of the, you know. Yeah, but even within second division, are they like a top tier second division? Yeah, but I mean, compared to Betis, Betis like mid table, and even and back then. It this was a bit, I would say, a bit stronger. Like I have a question for y'all. Who do you think is the um, has won the Copa del Rey the most? Real Madrid. I'm just, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm just say Valencia. throwing that out there. Uh, without, without cheating. So I. Real Sociedad. I'm guessing. No, you guys are all wrong. No Valencia. Nope. Atletico. Nope. 
Mm. Athletic Bilbao. Bilbao. Don't say Bilbao. No oh. mames. Oh, shit. How do you guys not know this one? <laughs> Porque no miro la pinche liga, güey. No miro las pinches conquistadores. Si tú se las quieres mamar ahí tú. Barcelona is number one. Oh. Okay. With 31. And Bilbao has 23. And in third place is Real Madrid. That's crazy. Mallorca has been to... Four finals, they've won it once. So this who, is, who are they playing with or against? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Copa del Rey. I think if he was to win, this would be like historical, right? For Mexico, yes. Um, so we're still waiting on the well, other. Even for Mallorca, yeah. in a way. We're waiting on another finalist, so it's going to be between Bilbao and Atlético Madrid. Oh. Yeah. So it should be good. But my question to you guys is like, you know, Aguirre for me has had more success outside of Liga Mekis than within. What's up with that? You still have Pachuca. Huh. I wonder what it might be. Could it be something about a format that's longer than just six months? <laughs> I think it's a style of play. You know, he, he, it fits with his fucking uh, bottom-dwelling teams that have nothing to fight for but survival. And, you know, it's just, you know, there's no pressure on playing good like with Monterrey. So, fuck it, you know. He's a, he's a good bombero. I think Aguirre gives a perfect Instead of trying to focus if the other side's greener, focus on what you're fucking good at. He's good at playing low block teams, long ball, goal. He's scared. He's not, no, he's not knowing no fancy shit like Guardiola. He's not on no like motivational shit. He's like, look, guys, we're gonna play. I do think he motivates. I've, I've seen his speeches. Motivates. cabrones. I don't know about <laughs> motivates. Diciendo, ahora no sean putos, no a correr. Uh, I don't know how motivating that can be, but the point oh, is, he's very no. old school. He's not fancy. He knows what he's good at. He sticks with it, and that's why he hasn't had success at a higher level, whether it's national team or league club. Because I think he relates more to like the every, everyday player. But if I would take a lesson from that is. Focus on what you're good at and be successful at it. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Well, like, I don't understand why his success hasn't translated to the national team because he had it twice. But he did have success. I mean, just, we're no. just thinking. I mean, he saved Mexico when they were fighting. He saved Mexico when they were almost fucking yes, both, yes, he did. both times he was like our fireman. He put out, you know. Yeah. But he was never had like a four-year process. But he's, he did good in my opinion. I mean, the results of the World Cup were what we wanted. But, but you know what? They didn't look at him. It's all right. But you look at bonehead moves. Bonehead moves. I mean, the USA game. Fucking take out Ramoncito and put in fucking Hernandez, and then fucking against Argentina. Fucking put fucking Buffalo in. No, no mamen. I think there was um, Carrillo, but yeah, it lands on him. It does land on him. Um, but, but he... No, Carrillo said Carrillo had fucking on on picante. He said 
the yeah okay maybe the buffer was his but Carrillo had fucking he said that he put the lineup they proposed that it was like very it was an offensive team that Carrillo said we're gonna die que nos moramos de, que nos moramos de algo, de algo but the fucking Aguirre was fucking no 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 he, he fucking he he was scared and he fucking he he, he sent a different team but man Buffer was probably his yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think like the two times that we've had him as coach for the national team, it's not because, hey, like we're going to give you four years. We're going to get you, you know, everything. Yeah. No, it was like, hey, dude, we might not even qualify. We need you to save us, you know, with Ojitos Mesa and with Sven Gordon Eriksson. So like he's came in kind of like not in an ideal way. And I mean, but but second time, he didn't want he didn't want it. I think they were begging him to take it for like the, the second time. Want. Yeah, the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, yeah he he was because because uh, La Volpe was on the back burner. So if fucking Aguirre didn't take it, it was gonna be La Volpe. So they had their plan B. Yeah, you're right. He didn't want it. Imagine if La Volpe would have taken over. That would have been crazy. We we probably wouldn't have seen Cuauhtémoc. No, no. Cool. If we would have taken over uh, Sven, if La Volpe, if Aguirre doesn't come and La, and La Volpe ends up the the qualifiers for uh, South Africa. Yeah. Also, some more uncharted territory for Mexico. The women's team defeated the USA team. Historic victory, 2-0. And uh, the Americans aren't taking it that well, man. But you know what? I mean, I don't want to sound like a hater, but we, we got to see it with context because I see I see a lot of people, ellas si pudieron, or, you know, they should take, the men should take bonus from the girls. Let's look at the context. The context was a group stage match. Where the U.S. already had, they were already in the second round. Seeding, uh, seeding really didn't matter. They're gonna go against Colombia, which they could beat them. So seeding didn't matter. So I mean, the motivation was there, w- wasn't there for them. It's you know, it's a team that's you know also re- rebuilding. But I mean, it's I don't, the motivation was wasn't there for them. So that's why you got you got to see it's a context. It's not like they they beat them in the fucking in the final or, or in a fucking qualifier, you know, it's, it was a fucking group stage match of the gold cup. I mean, it's good because, you know, they, they hadn't, they, they hadn't beat them in, in quite a while. And it's historic when you look at the stat, but I mean, you know, you got to look at the context. I'm going to say, if you look at the context, okay, no digas mamadas. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, 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 first, no, I'm going to explain why. I'm going to explain why. This fucking team, look, you want, you want to talk about mamadas? Mamadas was that the ba- the base of this fucking team they didn't make it to the fucking World Cup. Who fucking beat them at home in Monterrey? Fucking Haiti and Jamaica. They don't even have a fucking league, dude. And they fucking lost to them now because they fucking beat a fucking US, the US in a fucking meaningless fucking group stage, group stage match. It's for, oh, they're fucking something's happening here. No, it's a fucking look at it with with the fucking proper context. It's okay, a it's a good win. Let's run it back. Let's run it back first. I want to touch on La Volpe. I think La Volpe should have taken that fucking team because he experienced oh, yeah, that he Argentina. And, bro, if he, got, if he had to run it back against Argentina a second fucking time, 
I think it would have been way more favorable than whatever fucking Aguirre and Carrillo did. He should have gotten that chance. Now, why Aguirre doesn't get chances with Mexico, I don't know, man. Any other country like he that's not an elite country as far as soccer terms, your, Mex- your coach is running it up, putting your team in the final, you're calling that guy over. Like You're like, here, take the keys, do whatever you want. Yeah. We don't do with Aguirre, no. Now, as far as mamadas with the women's national team, hey, I went to a Mexico-USA game like 10, 15 years ago. And it was a friendly. It wasn't like nothing special. It was a friendly. There was like fucking 3,000 fans in the stands. The U.S. beat Mexico 8-0. It was an ass whooping. Like, like, literally, it was like grown women versus little kids playing. And the far they the fact they've came this far tells you a lot of things. One, it tells you that the U.S. women's team was big and mighty because no one else took women's soccer seriously. Now you see Liga Mekis Feminine. You see all these other women's Champions League, all that bullshit. Everybody else is starting to put money into it, putting time into it. So the U.S. will long, no longer be that dominant. But these girls, man, the Mexican girls, they're doing good. I'll tell you right now. I said this before. Mexico's women's team will win the World Cup before the men. Wait. Oh, this is, wow. But this is, that is a hot take. No, it's not a hot take. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, it's, it's, not it's not a hot take either. Winning against the U.S. is nothing new. They already beat them in a qualifier like 10, 12, 12 years ago, and nothing fucking Dude. happened. The, no, the, the U.S. is not so a league now. Whatever Over, there's a league now. You know how it, it's a, it's a, a Look, are we going to deny the U.S. is on the right? slide? You said Haiti huh? beat Mexico. That's Haiti and fucking Jamaica point. left them out That's of the fucking level. World Cup. The level in the women's game is so much closer than it is in the men's. So that's why I know that the Mexico women's team will be World Cup champs before the men's team. Because the level of the U.S. is so much closer. I'm pretty sure those... Those those girls are probably bigger and faster. Yeah. We also don't want to talk about the fact that let's take now, a, let's be honest. The a lot of these a lot of these players playing for the Mexican national team are Mexican American. So we're also. Say let's be honest. Most of these players are a bunch of fucking lesbians. And I'm like, oh my dear. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're not hey, going to fight yet. Now, the one thing that I do want to bring up is the fact that the U.S. women's national team has been going under a huge slump over the past three years. Thank you. As Thank someone you. who has a father Thank you. that won't shut the fuck up about the women's <laughs> national team, I'm like, wait, I get it. You had two daughters. Disappointment is part of your game, but at least watch some good football. <laughs> like, but no, all he talks about is the U.S. Uh, women's national team, blah, 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 blah. So from that side and hearing it from a stance from that side, yeah. the U.S. No, national team has been on decline. So yes, Kavir, that fucking, team that you saw fucking, 10 years ago, they're rebuilding from a fucking golden era. Everybody else is catching up. Which I if get it. Which I get it. They all have their own Damascus Rama. Dude, if you don't have Liga Mex Femenil, that result last night, the other night doesn't happen. 
Have you seen the Liga MX from Indian dude? Have you seen? Have you seen the Liga MX? Have you seen the Liga MX feminine? With my job with the Sporting News, I was in charge of fucking keeping track of the league and fucking for, and doing lives for the Liga. It's fucking horrible, dude. This is very. No mames, cómo no te mataste? it's still progressing. Wait, no mames, they get paid 2,000 pesos a month. What do you want to do? Break your fucking life? Hey, they're doing it for the love of the game, dude. Es suficiente para la despensa, ¿no? Yeah. I think it's gotten better. Like I, you know, I don't watch it that much, but I, I think last year I saw like a Chivas América semifinal or something like. It was entertaining. I was like, I'm entertained. Yeah, because Chivas and América are the top tier teams. Like, yeah. no, hey, I'm Tony, honestly, honestly, top tier, top tier femenil, it's Chivas, América, Tigres, uh, Rayadas. Um, Tigres, Tigres and Pachuca. Tigres and Pachuca. Pachuca. Those, like, are those are the only are the big ones. When you look at the semifinals, since the league was incepted in, in 2017, only five teams have played in the semifinals, and it's those fucking five teams we just, just named. Damn. It's, no, it, I'm going to tell what's more entertaining. Some pendejos. It's more entertaining because <laughs> they flop less. They do. They flop way less. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. The reason the men flop more is because they're making so much more money that you want to stay like injury free. You got your image, you got all that bullshit. But the women, they flop way less. And two, I guess they're shorter. I'm not gonna lie. They gotta make the goal smaller. <laughs> yeah. Because if you have a good shot from outside the box, the goalie looks so small. Yeah, you can pero, score a pero, lot pero, of goals. No, they might be offended. They might say, "Why are you talking about making the goal smaller?" I'm gonna tell you right now, the WNBA, where you shoot the fucking three point, is shorter than the NBA. Oh, yeah. is the rim yeah. is the rim the same height? This, the rim is the same height, but the shooting spots are like shorter. Uh, now, yeah, isn't, isn't, three point, isn't the three point line closer? You gotta make it. You gotta adapt it for the women. Blah blah blah, dude. There's nothing to be offended about. Oh. It's like adapt to the yeah, average the height, the physique. average physique, yeah. or whatever to make it. But if you're a woman playing women's soccer, and you can have a good shot outside the box. You're gonna score a lot of fucking goals. Yeah. But no, I'm. I'm telling you, one of the reasons it's more entertaining is because they flop way less than the men. Way less. Mandan pasos dirigidos a la tribuna, no mames. It's 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 more. Más dilo, güey. It's a tag. If I want, if I want, hey bro, if I want, if I want, if I want to watch chicks, there's fucking Instagram. I go to my local table bar, bro. There's, I don't need to watch fucking sports for that, bro. It's you know, it's just, it's not entertaining, dude. But you know what? I have a niece, so fuck you. Know. Me vas a decir que you don't watch women's volleyball? <laughs> I, I I was a fan in college and in high school. Yes, yes, sir. Pues ahí está, güey. And women's tennis and women's tennis también. Hey, don't forget women's gymnastics. I actually NCAA I actually, season is on right now. I prefer women's tennis over men's. Um, kind of like the similar reason that Habibi said about the. They don't flop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, don't, they don't flop in tennis, but 
uh, with the men's, it's all about the serves. So, like, they don't have that many rallies. And with women's tennis, they be going, like, they fight for those points. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just different. I felt the same. I felt the same way until one time my mom came into the room and was like, ¿Qué estás haciendo? I was like, my tennis. Te juro. <laughs> like, well, like right now, they told me it was very gay to watch WWE. But have you looked at some of the uh, some of the ladies they have nowadays? Wow, you know, <laughs> it's not the fabulous moolah days. Dude. Uh, um, uh, shout out to JP who corrected us tonight. He said that Santi just literally scored. Um, I still want to talk shit about Santi because, yeah, dude. Boy, when did Santi score? Because you're a hater, bro. The last game, I think, yeah, this weekend. Was it a late game and he scored? I don't know. Dude. I, I don't know. Yes. Way, but, as, but as JP. And he, and yes, he I scored in the league game and he also scored. He also scored with um, or against Roma. Oh, you're right. He did score against Roma. They got eliminated. You're right. <laughs> they got eliminated. It was, it was I mean, like a week ago. That's why they still fucking count, though. No, they count. No game wrong. I'm a big Santi supporter, but the reason I forgot about it is because it was a week ago. Thanks to social media and instant gratification. Yeah. I forget about shit like that. Yeah. Nowadays, dude, you got someone's attention for five. You got five seconds, dog. You got seven seconds. Now, really quickly, did you guys see the picture that I put through on the chat? Let me see. If uh, not even the chat, on like the the comments in here. Describe it's, it for our listeners. Know what you're talking about? No, it's not private. It's open. It's right here. It it's right over JP. What? Where? What is this? Is this uh updated? Uh, this is this was as of uh, this morning or yesterday morning. Oh, so I don't think right. you guys are in first place anymore. Who's there, Monterrey? Monterrey, because they uh, tied Tijuana. Okay, but nonetheless, if you look at that, if you look at that picture, what I'm showing, and oh, that's all, a great, all that's our a great listeners league, yeah. can see it, bro, I would OD on that league yeah, all day, my guy. Like Monterrey, oh, Azul, Pachuca, America, Tigres, Toluca, Pumas, and Chivas. Yep. Like I said earlier, you know, I, I named this title uh, Anyone's Game because it really is anyone's game. You know, I think anybody can win this this league. Um, not too many points between, you know, first and, and eighth. So it's up for grabs. Necaxa, don't sleep on them. They haven't lost a game yet. No mames, güey. Respetate más. Al Necaxa. They haven't lost a game. Yeah, but they keep fucking tying. So how does they that even lost count? No mames, wait, you're gonna give wait. I I, like, I, I get I, it. I get it that you're taking the chunky check home at the end of the night, but respect that they wait. Don't no, count it. Uh, it was, just happens. Who was telling me not to sleep on San Luis? I'm like, bro, San Luis is trash, dude. Like I, That's I, me. I, I think but I, they, yeah, I, think I, I didn't try I didn't try defending the fact that they've been getting their shit pushed in. All I said was, hey, the way that they're playing from the back, the way that the game builds. I'm not over here saying, I know, we son invicto, sí, güey, pero cuántos pinches juegos llevan empatados. Bro, you told our listeners 
that the game of the week was Leon and San Luis. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not say game of the week. I said game that was interesting to watch. Like, yeah, game of the week we know is like America Cruz Azul. Leon and San Luis. Callate, callate. 1-0, dude. That game was 1-0. Uh, it was an almost bush. That's what I said. It's an almost bush, guys. This is how you get started, you know. A little bit of shit sipping here and there with potential that's greatness. Started, that's how you never watch again. Yeah. That was me. Um, What day was it? It was like we had a couple. Uh, we had like a break between games. I was like, I just need to see some football. And like it was like a shitty ass game. I think it was like Puebla Quereta or some shit, dude. It was like nobody wants to watch this, but I had nothing else to watch. You're, you're describing my Liga MX Feminine experience right now. <laughs> yeah we have some interesting games this weekend starting with uh san luis puebla um yeah i don't think anyone cares about that one but i think the big ones this weekend are gonna be toluca tigres monterrey pumas atlas america and of course cruz azul versus chivas i don't think you want this adias i don't think you want this bro you know what, man? I'm excited for it. Let's see what happens. You know, so he much so want to the... No, no, no. You guys don't want the smoke. So much so that the fact that the venue had to get switched just so that Chivarmanos can be safe. Porque le, nos tienen miedo, güey. Nos tienen, tienen miedo de jugar con nosotros like en nuestra propia casa. Yeah, Mr. Alejandro uh, Fernandez. Uh. En el Estadio Azul? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's uh, he. He's having a concert or some shit. No, like that. he he was having a concert near El Estadio Azul, so they said, "Hey." Like, oh, in La Plaza de Toros. So oh, that's right. Yeah, for the fucking traffic, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're never gonna get a renovated Azteca then for the World Cup because they keep using it. <laughs> yeah, Bro, it was supposed that's... to fucking be worked on on fucking January, dude. All That's they, why the NFL's not coming this year. All they got to do is do what Chivas did and add some, you know, RGBD lights and uh, call it. Call and, it so, and some doors on, on the on the on the bathroom stalls. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to La Azteca, so I, I haven't seen it in all its glory yet. I don't think it's gonna be done, dude. Like I'm, I'm a hundred percent serious with you. I don't think it's gonna be done. So, 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 two years from now, how does it how does it look? It's a fucking people tirándole mierda, pendejos, no lo arreglaron. I think Cardias watches too many movies. Some of that. Who was that? Luis Alba and Sayas. They work construction. Los albañiles. <laughs> el día de los albañiles. El día de los albañiles. Yes, yes I see. Number one, number hey, two. Another, another man of culture here. <laughs> Did you ever see? Did you ever see number number three? It was that. It was it was set after the the earthquake. So what's the so so I think, think Sayas or Alba. There's they, they there's an aftershock and they're and they're trapped under fucking bricks. And then a dog comes and fucking pees on them. And they go, "Sabes que me mió un perro francés." Dice, "Por por qué por qué sabías que era un perro francés? Porque sabía champagne." <laughs> Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of those movies. One of the movies they even did part two and three together. Yeah, <laughs> this is a movie two and three. I, 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 I think 
You know which was pretty funny too? The the verduleros. That was fucking a good fucking series. Too. Okay. That was okay, a good movie. So see, there's one good movie on VS you get bonus points if you know this, but thinking now is probably the only one. And it's one of those movies, I don't know if it's Salvanil or Verduleros, but they play a pickup game. No, I think they work in a bakery. And they play a game against Cruz Azul. Hmm. No, no, it doesn't matter. No. No, no. Perdona, güey. Todas las películas que yo vi eran de color. to the Mexican store when you were a kid. They were in color, bro. Your parents were shopping. And you saw... Oh, I lost everybody. With the pussy chicks. <laughs> and and Saya's making a pervert face. <laughs> yeah, those, they were always drawings. There was the cover. It was always like a... Like a I've never Cartoon heard of that movie. Type. I'm gonna have to check it out. Which one? Los Which one? Uh, it's a series. It's like three, three parts. Yeah, there was Albañiles mm. and then Verduleros. They you did a few. Or Tune Tune. As long as he dances, you're good. You know which one you should check out definitely, and it's a, it's a, it's raunchy, but it has, it's a, it's, a, it's a better movie. It's uh it's a, a Picardia Mexicana Part One. Oh, it's with gente. It's fucking hilarious. They, those were raunchy movies, but if you think like in the 80s, even in the US, they were making, it was raunchy, like, but, when, but when you see nerds, meatballs, they, they were doing the same type of movies. Um, huh. Wait, I want to bring it back. Uh, I know Jaime said that no one cares about the Puebla game. I have a point <laughs> about the Puebla game. Dude, Pinche Queretaro, going, they played Puebla this last game. Yep. They had one win in eight games. And they beat the fuck out of wait, wait, was it Puebla or San Luis? I don't remember. They beat somebody four to one. How's Querétaro, who has one win in the last eight games, when four to one? It's Liga Mekis, man. It's Gloriosa Liga Mekis. <laughs> Everybody talks about yes. Premier League. That Liga Mekis. Either we are the most mediocre league in the world, or we are the no. most competitive. I'm gonna lie to myself and say the most competitive. No, we we talked They're about that earlier. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, how it's like you know, imagine even like, like we're looking at this league. Yeah, we we talked about the points, right? So as of right now, Monterrey first place, 19, Cruz Azul 19, Pachuca 19, America 18, Tigres 18, Toluca 16, Pumas 7. Uh, sorry, Pumas 15. Chivas 15 and Necaxa 15. Imagine if the Premier League was that tight. Imagine if La Liga was that tight, bro. I'd be watching that every you fucking know, week. You guys would be jacking off to the yes. now. Yeah, I'd be in that every week, bro. Imagine it was that tight. <laughs> bro. Is that tight? What are we talking wait, about? Wait, what did Danny say? He'd be beating his <laughs> every week? <laughs> we, uh, every week. Uh, we do want to give a big shout out to Isa Tigrita in the chat. She says, saludos, muchachos. Uh, for you guys who don't remember, she is a Chivas slash Tigres fan. So, And she's a Tigres fan because her ex is a Tigres fan. Yeah, her ex is... My uh, God. He, he held it down. Her ex is a uh, <laughs> Gignac but no, that I mean, I like the I like the lineups or the matchups this weekend, um, especially with like the other games surrounding the the Chivas game. You know, um, 
I just sent an updated tier list of like the positions right now. So yeah, the only real changes were Monterrey at first, Cruz Azul, Pachuca, America, Tigres, Toluca, Pumas, Chivas, Necaxa, Querétaro, León y Atlas. Yo? Did, did anybody watch the LAFC game to see Omar Campos? I mean, I saw that he that he uh, he had an assist on a goal. Who's that? I, I didn't see the rest. Oh, the the defender from Santos was it Omar Campos? Oh, he he's in LA. I don't care, dude. Yeah, he's with the LAFC, and he and he made the list of sixty. He oh, made the wow. list of sixty. Yeah, so it's so it's it's him, Chicote, Arteaga, and uh, Gallardo. To choose from on hey, the on the left side. Maybe you can give me some insight. What's going on with Carlos Vela? Like, is he a free agent? Like, what's going on? The teams he 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 has he doesn't have a contract, and uh, the team the team president said uh, they're they're working on it. It's you know it's not optimal heading into the season with that hanging over the team. But I mean, they're they're working on a contract, and uh, you know, uh, according to reports from Mexico leading up to the season. That he he would rather retire than play in Liga MX. I believe so. That. If he can, so if he continues playing, it's going to be with MLS. And what uh, a, and what it a looks fucking at, pussy, dude. His life is here, though. His his life is here. The disrespect, his, his dog. Life, he, he, he rather retire. He rather retire than go back to Mexico. He's from Mexico. Like, like, doesn't need money. Doesn't need money. No mommy's way. Okay, okay. So hold on. Literally, if they told you, if they told you, hey, you know what? You can no longer you can keep working remote, but the thing is we need to relocate you to Mexico. Would you do it personally? Bro, he he's from No, no, no we're not talking about him. We're talking about yes, you, yes. my dear good sir. Yes. You have you have gotten used to the comfort and the luxury of living in the US. Would you You're relocate not to Mexico? Telling me he would not have the same, if not more luxury. Making no. what, what he makes here no. in Mexico. No, because no, here he can walk down the streets. He can do certain things, leisure things. Over there, he can't do yeah. that. His safety is To be talking shit if he went to a To be real, it's kind of rough out there. I mean, even Canelo had a, had a brother that was kidnapped. So exactly you know, I, like I, I, yeah. I wait, yeah. just because we no, go back to Mexico and spend that. dollars by the fact that you know in the fucking hey, US. And you know what? Look, his dude. wife is right, right. in Espanola. Look, 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 look. No, no, I'm gonna no, call no, it no, all right. No. I'm gonna call it what the it is. What well, I'm gonna He's call, being a pussy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call it what it is. <laughs> like he does not want to deal with the Mexican media because we've been talking shit about him. Ever since he decided yeah. to, to do this um, halfway in, halfway out, don't call me up to the national team. Like, he's been, like, he hasn't been very clear, like, hey, like, just stop. I'm going to retire from the national team. Don't call me anymore. Like, he finally did that after the World Cup. But you know what? But he it, could insulate from himself from that. He could fucking tell America or Chivas, you know what? I'm not fucking part of the contract. I'm not talking to media. And then, you know, then he could fucking block up social media. And that's not a fucking problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the fact that he doesn't even want to consider it, it just goes to show like the lack of character that he has. And look, like I, I no, get it. Dude, His... I wouldn't say lack of character, dude. It's yes. him. It's his, job. it's his job. Yes. And he doesn't want to deal with his job during non-work hours. I'm gonna give you a perfect example. 
St. Louis uh, MLS team. They got eliminated from CONCACAF yep. Champions Cup yesterday, uh, Tuesday night. Today on St. Louis ESPN 101, our radio long show, it wasn't brought up once. Like it's your it's your hometown sports team. All they talked about was the Cardinals and their off their spring <laughs> training and all that bullshit. Wow. You you would think that if your team gets eliminated from Concacaf Champions Cup, that you at least touch it for two minutes. They didn't. If Bella goes to Mexico, the smallest thing, the smallest thing. It will be on Football Picante. It will be on every fucking sports show yeah. for a fucking hour. And that's what he doesn't want to do. He with. wants to deal I, with I, the, I, I, the I admitted something. I admitted something. I admitted something. This, uh, according to the reports, he wouldn't go. To, the only way he, he would go to Mexico if it's, if Cancun had a team. Mm-hmm. They do yeah. have a team. In, in, in Primera, in, in, yeah. in the Liga MX. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just like... He has this opportunity. He's yeah, he's a <laughs> pussy. He, he has the opportunity to go back to Mexico, make good with the fans, make good with the league and the country, and, you know, be back home. But, no, he's like, I rather... But, but, uh, honestly, honestly, I think his wife has a lot to say, too. She's, of a, she's an Espanola. She likes the... She li- I'm pretty sure she loves the, the beach cities in L.A. She likes going to Melrose. She likes, you know, Bro, the best, the kids. We have better beaches in Mexico than we do in California. We don't have basketball though in Mexico. No Lakers. No Lakers. <laughs> no Lakers. Uh, no Clippers. No. Yeah, I think like he's more likely to go back to Europe than. Espérame, espérame, wait, espérame, Danny. If you're gonna come on here, wait. Say it right. Honestly, Los I Lakers. think it's a family aspect. He likes the family. Los, Los Lakers. Lakers. Go to school. Los Lakers. And Los Dodgers. Hey, yo, your dad got eliminated. Your dad's a piece of shit. If he went to <laughs> Mexico, his kids would hear that shit. <laughs> his his his, his, Sp- his Spanish kids. Los que hablan español así. I bet you they don't even speak Spanish. I bet you they speak English. You know, I was told that when when uh, when uh, when Carlos Bella, I think is for in his first two seasons with LFC, he stayed away from the team for a while, but it was because his wife. Maybe the, his wife already has a taste of living in Mexico. She was stuck in Tijuana for for a, a couple months because she couldn't get the she couldn't get a, a visa here. So she was li- already living in Mexico. Maybe she got a taste of Mexico and doesn't want to go back. Damn. <laughs> I mean, wait. Do you want to go back to Tijuana? I don't. <laughs> I, I love the tacos. I don't blame him. I would do the same thing. You don't blame him. You rather retire than, than play in Mexico and still get paid. The, fuck League of Americans. If I wasn't passionate about the game, if it was just a job, then yeah, why do I want to deal with all that well, off-field what's he gonna? Off-field? What's he going to do? He's made enough money. He retires. He's invested he retires. heavily he in real estate in Mexico. I honestly, like, he I hasn't know. been wasting be his money. He's probably been given a position with the team as a directivo with LAFC. I mean, he don't like soccer, though, so... Este, Juan, but I mean... Juan está los frijoles. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound I make when I'm looking for pedritas in my beans. Juan said if you can turn black beans into refried beans, to DM. Send them a DM. <laughs> 
I honestly no, I, like y- y'all know how I feel about Carlos Vela. I think he's a he's a bitch, but uh, the, I mean, <laughs> I, I like dude. You have the opportunity to go back to Chivas, play with Chicharito, win a couple titles, be, become like they'll dude. Like that's all you need is like. But, but he doesn't have that opportunity. Amaury said it himself. They didn't even reach out to him. Yeah, that he told him he wasn't willing to go back. I get it though. Amaury said it himself because he knows there's no chance. What did yeah. He say? yeah, we want him when he knows no chance. He likes him. that a uh, low-profile LA lifestyle and his LA trophy wife and his two white boy, you know, kids. Yeah, playing for the LAFC Academy. He doesn't Bro, even you're have to, to train. Sound real jealous right now. He doesn't even have to train, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, dude. What a, what a waste of what a waste of talent. I, I want the hot European chick walking down the LA beach cities. It's just a waste of talent, dude. What a waste. Hi, man. Tell me all about how you would do it different if your knees would have capped out. Tell me. <laughs> tell me that classic Thiel story. Well, I mean, if I was in his shoes, I would have never denied the national team, even if they threw me under the bus. If anything, I would have tried to set the record straight, dude. And then, but again, we go again. Soccer's not his fucking passion. Yeah. It's not his fucking passion. If he would, uh, he wishes fucking God would have made him fucking six three, six five. I mean, I'm gonna say what you just said is bullshit. Cause look at Chicharito, Mexico's national all time goal scorer. He tried to set the record straight. He todavía lo mandaron a la verga. Did he though? They don't think they. What did he say? What do you mean? Try came out and said that. It was not what the media was portraying that, you know, that it's not, it got blown out of proportion. That he didn't take prostitutes and put uh, with the letter under the bus. Mm-hmm. He and he literally won. tried to clear his name, never been called up. He was scoring goals. The Twitter account wouldn't even tweet about him. Like, si algo lo I, borraron, if goal scorer gets blackballed, is, all right. why wouldn't Bella get blackballed? I would have just said, like, there's just things that you keep to yourself, and I think Carlos Vela has not conducted himself professionally, like, well. Like, if you don't like soccer, like, it's not your passion, like, you just see it as a job, you keep that to yourself, dog. Because that's going to give every every pundit out there, every fan, like, well, the, fan. the excuse. Why would I waste money to see this fucker who plays with no passion? Like, like, oh, this guy doesn't even care, you know? So it's like, I don't know, dude. That's like the- honestly, honestly, in 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 my personal in my in my own personal recollection, I'm never gonna pay to see El Tri again because of what I saw Osvaldo Sanchez did. He fucking Argentina le metió cuatro goles, and I fucking saw him walking in ba- uh, walking back to the locker at the stadium saying, "Ah, chinga su madre, acabo que campeón con Santos." So you know. Bella and you know Bella doesn't have to say it. he doesn't give a fuck and as a fan I'm not gonna pay a ticket to see him or fucking Osvaldo or or, or the selection again because you know guys that don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. I if anything personally, I admire Bella for his conviction of just sticking to the guns and not giving He's to the not pressure, fuck you, not bro. giving to the money. He's not going to fuck it, you. It, wait, I can't compete con su vieja. Está bien buena. Like, no hay pedo. Like, the thing is, he didn't subdue to the pressure and he stayed true to who he is and what it is that he wants. That's it. I get it. 
He likes basketball. He could have made fucking history in 2014, dude. He, fucking with him, they fucking beat fucking Netherlands. They beat fucking Costa Rica, and you make it to the fucking semifinals. I just think like someone, but, you know, someone that talented has a responsibility to like you know use it. It, it would have been fucking different, yeah, exactly. And 2014 was the fucking perfect time, and he didn't do it. And he does use it. He's cashed out. He has no money in the bank to where his family's secure. He's invested in properties in Mexico and the U.S. Has he? Like, he's said, yeah, he has. That's that's the one thing that's always been said about Vela is like, yo, he's he's not the flashiest person. So what's happening? And then they did some digging. It's like, oh, he's been investing his money in the Acapulco area. Oh. oh, yeah, it's, it's growing. La, la fucking Riviera Maya. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's been buying a lot of property and he's developing all that. So generational wealth is, al- is already being built. So therefore, yeah, now he's able to pursue his passion. Now he's able to do these other things. What's his passion? Like, I, think, I think everybody just needs to fucking forget about, about him. Just yep. fucking, he doesn't exactly. exist. That's it. That's it, man. Moving like, on. yo, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Yeah. Speaking about that, um, we have a Continental Clásico coming up. Remember last the fuck year? Is that? No, mames. Remember last year, Mexico played USA. They lost. And now USA this year will play Brazil. So they get to play them. In this continental this, classic. This way, estas son las mamadas que me hacen odiar los pinches gringos. That American exceptionalism where they think they're better and they think they're special. Get you Nacionalado to to call them to call this a continental classic. We all know. But like, you know what, what it was. You know, know what I think it was. Back, I don't think Brazil's gonna push their shit in because Brazil's going through a crisis right now. And if it so happens that the U.S. scrapes a win, el pinche mame va a estar al diez, güey. June twelfth. This is fucking marketing, dude. They're playing on June twelfth in Orlando, Florida, and you know that. This is exactly what U.S. wants, right? They want to be able to say they beat Brazil in a final that they just invented a year ago. So. Where, where is Mexico going to play Brazil? Is it is it going to be at the Texas A&M Stadium? They have a friendly with Brazil. Yeah, they have a, the prior to the Copa America. They have a friendly with Uruguay and Brazil, and, and I believe one of them is going to be at a fucking Texas A&M Stadium, which is kind of kind of odd. Huh. No, I, I the whole know. thing. There, there is one of them that's being played at the Texas A&M Stadium. The whole thing about that one is that they're trying to break an attendance record. Okay. Because okay, it's well, it I think it's one ten. No, one ten. Yeah, one ten or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a stupid amount of people that if you can fill it and get it full. It breaks records, so that's what they're. It's, 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 it's a near, it's a near, it's a near major city. I'm not familiar with things. No, no, it's in the middle of so fucking nowhere. It's in the fucking station. Yeah. Damn. It's not where where fucking people set their fucking shotgun and on the table at McDonald's. <laughs> oh no, it is. It's Texas. Like, let's not forget. So, hey, what are you guys? What, what are your people doing here? <laughs> we don't like your kind around here, boy. <laughs> 
So Mexico, as far as what's official, um, they have a semifinal versus Panama in March 21st. And then yeah. they have Uruguay, Brazil uh, friendlies in June before the Copa America kicks off, in which they'll play Jamaica, Venezuela, and Ecuador, which, by the way, those teams are doing really well. I mean, not Jamaica, but Venezuela and Ecuador are doing really well in, in qualifiers. So watch out. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Dude, you know what's literally making me sick to my stomach right now? It's the idea of the U.S. beating Brazil, which is very foreseeable just because Brazil has been... God, dude, we can do a whole pod on the fucking self-destruction of Brazil over the last couple months. And it's just... El pinche mame and how, how it is that they're going to think that, like, they're better than they are. Hey, but what if Mexico beats them? What if Mexico beats them? Then we're if Mexico beats them, the difference is that we're gonna talk and not about the greatness of Mexico, but the downfall of Brazil. <laughs> that's that's what all of Mexican media is gonna be talking about. While America, that's what Pfizer says. Lo perdió más, lo perdió más Brasil que lo ganó México. Wait, pero es la verdad. Pero es la verdad. Like that is the the truth behind it, and you know that's what everybody else is gonna follow. Pero Álvaro va a decir, no, México, el grandioso, quién sabe qué. And in the U.S., you don't have those type of haters and fucking Alexis, Alexis Maga uh, Lalas is going to be fucking, you know, oh, American exactly. excellence. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I like that. Alexis Maga Lalas. Ah, yes, güey, neta, bro. Like, no one pisses me off hearing the commentary more than him and fucking Kobe Jones. Ugh. I know, fucking like Kobe uh, Jones. It's so when dry, dude. It's so fucking dry. When, when fucking Kobe Jones said his favorite CD was fucking Queens of the Stone Age, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this guy." Some, yeah, some of those games, the the um the Champions League games have been on Fox Sports, so you have to watch it in English, and it's been hard to watch, especially when they talk about Liga Mekis, dude. You're like. You're out of your element. You know, you, know, you, know, you know what was hard to watch when I had to fucking cover games and, and I could only see the games on Fox was when they had a fucking br- a guy with a British accent doing fucking Liga MX. Yes. And I was like, fucking trágame tierra, dog. No, güey, no, no. Te voy a dar uno peor, güey. Cuando tienen a un pinche no paludo tratando de hablar inglés. Oh, como... That's fe- like... Fiore did try to do that. Fernando Fiore. Yeah. Like, you know what? He tried doing it, but Fiore, you can understand it. I'm or talking like, about like Raul Urbañanos, el viejito, no. el de gol de la fiera. No, who was that one dude that said, it's a super duper goal? Uh, Furby, Furby. Was it Furby? No. I think it was Furby. He, no, he used to be on like uh, Telefutura. I forgot his name, dude. Oh, fucking the, the, the guy that would fucking say their fucking names. Timothy Sim- Donovan or some shit like that. Fucking uh, Navar- uh, Navarro. Navarro, Pero Navarro. He would fucking say the whole, he would say the whole fucking name and it would fucking drive me crazy. Yeah, he's terrible. Timothy Anderson Donovan or some shit like that. Like, shut the fuck up. Just say his name. <laughs> Just say fucking Donovan or fucking, like he would say the whole fucking name, dude. 
It fucking drove me fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> like, what I would hear, I would hear fucking on uh, 2N Radio, they would have Navia, and the playboy playing was always, was always fucking saying, Chileno, ¿qué te pareció? Chileno, like, hey, just fucking call him fucking Navia. That's it. And it was bullshit like that. It fucking drives me crazy, dude. Well, boys, we're at the two-hour mark. I do want to uh, give you guys another update from our Chivas Tigres fan. She said that her ex will be visiting in April. So she'll be uh, switching sides. What if Chivas plays Tigres? It's not so much an ex. El vato todavía le está dando la pipa y por eso es una fan. ¿Y sabes qué? Por eso te respeto, Ruka. Bien por ti. So what she's really trying to tell us is that January 25, she's expected. Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh, what do you guys want to end with? I'll let you guys have your clothing thoughts. You know what? I'll go first. Y sabes qué, puto? Te va a meter la verga cuando te vea este fin de semana. Prepárate, eh? Ponte KY Jelly, ¿sabes qué? Mejor, ya, ya sé que eres puto, entonces ponte Analyze. Así no te duele. Y te puede gustar más. So, órale, papá, aquí te veo. Oh, other than that, is el chisme que hay surrounding Miguel Herrera as to why it is that he still has the job. That itself is amazing and something that, like, more people should look into, and it's more related as to how much it is that his exit costs out of um, yeah, out of um, fucking Tijuana is, and that's why he's still there. Yeah, we talked about it. Four million. Yeah. Fuck. So, like when I said in in last in the last episode of like, yo, it's impressive how Miguel still has a job because estaba jugando la chamba contra. Uh, ¿Quién fue? Contra Mazatlán Juárez. No me acuerdo, güey. One of those bottom feeders that I was like, yo, how the fuck are they putting in these this much hands? That's how. That's how it is that it's happening. And it's just... It's impressive. It's happening. And we shall see what it is that continues from there. But other than that, te voy a meter la verga este fin de semana. So prepárate. O for two. You're about to go O for two. Albert, what you got for us, man? I you know what? I just I hope she was keeps it going. You know, it's gonna be uh, at the, some interesting weeks, and hopefully, hopefully we uh, we we get the 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 win against the Cementeros, and uh, and then you know go into uh, next week with contra America. And, uh, and uh, with some momentum, and you know, hopefully, fucking la, la máquina sexual de Fernando Gago, you know, <laughs> está todo, uh, está todo. So, hopefully, ho- hopefully, we have, we have some good, uh, good month for Chivas fans. Love it, Danny. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, you don't really talk much, but we do appreciate your. Uh... Your hot takes. You got anything for us tonight? I was from here. What up, bro? <laughs> for sure. Oh, but besides that, um, I'm excited to see the game uh, against Cruz for uh, Chivas. 
and I can't wait to see uh, Chivas just beat their asses, you know, because we got Chicharito. We're all good. Let's go. Uh, I think Joel is still limpiando los frijoles. Uh, Al Pastor, what you got for us? Albert, I want to say that nos pusiste mala suerte, man. You gave us bad luck. You said la máquina de gago. La you máquina sexual. Hey, I go saw on mute. Go on, go on mute, my guy. <laughs> I don't want that echo. You said la máquina de gago. You know who else is called La Máquina? Los Pichis Chemos, Pinche Cruz Azul. And they always bend their cheeks over for America. So by giving us their nickname, you're already saying we're going to lose. And with that being said, I said it before in the chat. I'll say it again. Cada quien tiene su pendejo. You know, Biden, you know, everyone says Biden's un pendejo. Well, Biden has... The Mexican president is pendejo. Everyone says Cruz Azul son pendejos for losing seven finals in a row. Well, they're America's pendejo as well. But you know who's <laughs> their pendejo also? Chivas, dude. I cannot remember the last two-year span where Classicals meant something. It's like you're going into the game and you already know that America is going to win. So what I'm looking forward to is Seeing if we actually do something in March. Seeing if we actually do something against America. Because right now, I wouldn't be surprised if America wins all three games. And they're playing like shit. They're not even playing good. But it's just something about Chivas when they face them, that they just bend over, they play like trash. And it's hard to ignore the fact when America says, que son del más grande or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you could argue the whole, like, they're a product of television. You could argue pro there. You could argue a bunch of shit. But what you cannot argue against is that they have owned us for the last fucking 10 years. It's not even like an even fight. It's just one-sided. So hopefully that turns around. That's what I want to see. Because right now, way, let's damos las nalgas, way. And that's a fact. Wow, that's a very hot take. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've gone through sort of like dark times, but I also don't think it's like that dominant of a head to head in the last 10 years. Hopefully there's some nerd out there that can give us like the historical head to head. Um, because I don't think it's been that dominant in the last 10 years. It's been that dominant. We beat them with Chico Tassos and then we beat them in semifinal last tournament. And that was it. No, not last tournament. Was it? Yeah, yeah, last tournament. No, two tournaments ago. And that was it. Like they own us. Uh, as of May, twenty twenty three, America leads in head to head results between the two with ninety two wins. Uh, to Chivas is seventy eight. This is a Wikipedia article, so keep it with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, I think March is going to be a very tight schedule and this is where, you know, men become, or boys become men, I guess, uh, with Chivas, you know, we've seen some glimpses of brilliance. We've also seen some really terrible mistakes. 
with the fact that Chicharito made his debut last week, it makes me wonder, you know, how far is he from becoming a starter? I don't know if we're going to see him in the Clásico. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. But I'm really looking forward to the month of March. It's going to be a tough schedule, uh, starting with Cruz Azul on Saturday. Then you have América. Then you come back to play against, uh, I believe, León. Then you play América again. Then you have América again in Liga, or sorry, in Liga, and then you end the month of March against Rayados. So this is going to be a very, very brutal schedule for Chivas, for Gago, and for all the players involved. Um, but I have been thoroughly enjoying the chemistry with Cade Cow in the mix, Pocho, Mosso. Like it really seems like they've built some camaraderie there. And I think adding Chicharito to the mix, uh, we might be in store for something special. So I'm looking to see the month of March unfold uh, before us. But I want to thank everyone tonight for their participation, especially our uh, Tigres Chivas fan uh, listening to us on YouTube. So I appreciate you. And, uh, of course, don't forget, if you are in the market for some Manscaped uh, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code CANTINA at manscaped.com. Hope everyone has a great night.